Maggie again. Soon came an hour later. Deirdre and Mora still held his hands as Patrick Kenny breathed his last. They wept as they cleaned his body and dressed him in his Sunday best. It was hard for them to accept that they were alone now, the only surviving members of what had once been a large family. The sheriff dutifully listened to their tale, but offered little hope of justice. The undertaker showed little sympathy for their loss as he charged them what both women thought an exorbitant amount for little better than a pauper's burial. As they prepared to bury Patrick Kenny, Mora carefully made copies of the deeds and letters that had to be taken to the Callahans, and Deirdre made arrangements for the neighbor's oldest son to watch the farm while she and Mora were gone. It was a grey, chilly day when they buried Patrick Kenny next to his wife, the love of his life. Deirdre and Mora stood at his graveside holding hands, lingering long after the last of the mourners had left. They were packed and ready to go, but neither was eager to begin what could be a long, dangerous journey. "'I am afraid,' whispered Mora. "'So am I.' said Deirdre, terrified. Two men are dead. This is not a simple delivery. Well, Mora took a deep, steadying breath. We have helped Uncle and Bill before. Yes, but those jobs did not carry much risk. Until now, the most Papa and Bill risked in their detective and courier work was a punch in the face— these Callahans have some far more serious enemies than jealous husbands and disappointed heirs. Are you saying that we should forget about finishing this job? No. We need the money. And it's only right that Bill and Da end their careers as winners. We can't leave it. Can't have them dying for nothing. And if the ones after these papers follow us... We might just find a chance for justice as well. Exactly. These papers could give us the killers, and I want them. She took a deep breath and looked at Mora. You've made certain that you have copies of everything? Yes, and that little weasel, Johnny, made sure that they looked official. Maybe I should take the direct route. It could prove to be the more dangerous one. No, we tossed for it. It was all fair. Don't worry about me. Easier said than done. She hugged Mora. Take care. I don't want to lose any more of my kin. Mora kissed Deirdre's cheek. Neither do I. She stepped back and, smiling faintly, saluted Deirdre. To success and paradise, Montana. Deirdre saluted her back. And to justice. He should be here by now, grumbled Tyrone Callahan as he scowled out of the window of his front parlor. Bill Johnson was highly recommended. Pa trusted him, too. Trusted the man's partner, Paddy Kenny, as well, said Tyrone's brother, Mitchell, as he sprawled more comfortably in a large wing chair as he closely watched his older brother. Maybe he's slow because he is being very careful. He's a month late, and there hasn't been a word. 
I think it's more than caution. Tyrone took one last look at the acres of the Sweet Kate Ranch, spread out in front of the ranch house before turning his attention fully on his brother. It's November. He should have been here by now, him or Patty, and all of this nonsense sorted out. Time's running out now. What do you suggest we do? Go look for him. And if he comes here while we're stumbling around in the cold? Stephen will be here. He can turn the papers in at the land office. He's not only our brother, but a lawyer. He'll know what to do. It could be like looking for a needle in a haystack. Worse, we're not sure which needle we'll be looking for, Bill or Patty. I know, but I can't just stand here watching the time slip away. Agreed. How do we do this, then? Mitchell asked.